everybody what's good everybody what's up what's up and welcome back to the playbook podcast we missed you guys so much (laughs) so much so much so today we are doing culture conversations and cocktails it's our second one of these where we just pretty much talk about what's going on in the black millennial culture um we just have a little conversation about it and then we just grab our cocktails you grab your pod crew and we just kind of just talk about what's going on yes because it's Culture is ever-changing, especially with the Black community. Yeah, definitely. Like, we are the trendsetters. We are the, just everything. For pop culture, society in general, you know it, we know it. So, we just like to take a little time, get our cocktails, and, you know, just talk. So, today I think think I'm having a, what is, like a rum punch. I think that's. Yes. Um, I chose to have the same thing because, period. Right. Um, just a little something to get you right mm-hmm, there, straight mm-hmm, there, straight to the point, <laughs> straight to the point. <laughs> so you grab your wine, yeah. your tea, your, yeah. and you know, you join us, cook back, relax, and join us. So today, I think we just gonna start with just y'all heard the insecurities ending, right? I really don't even want to talk about it because the way that it broke my heart when it was announced, it's just like, it was really like a breakup. Right, right. Like, that show was just so amazing. Like, from when it first came out to all the different storylines, to me, it kind of just set the tone for Black people, just Black peopling, just being Black people. Yes, yes. You know, being ourselves, not nothing that's necessarily just detrimental or something that's so deeply rooted in history mm-hmm. it's just a it's just a show about it so yeah they said that's gonna end after season five on hbo um but it's just been an amazing run it's it's been an amazing four seasons yeah i know the fifth season is going to be lit yeah. <laughs> but we gotta ask so team Issa or team lawrence like uh, I, i'm gonna go I, I, I have to always stay with Issa because we're the same <laughs> in a lot of ways. But I think the real question, though, is it Team Issa or Team Molly? That is a good one. That is a good one. That's that's hard. Like Yeah, that is hard. I think that's that season was really, really interesting to watch. And I yeah. think and I'm happy that she portrayed that like yes it yeah. really brings up conversations between friend groups friend dynamics and mm-hmm. and everything relationship yeah. dynamics and I just think that was a great season super eye-opening yeah. and I'm glad she was able to portray that on screen mm-hmm. of kind of Issa trying to come into her own and then seeing how Molly kind of adjusts because right. Molly used to be the person picking up Issa and like you know we trying to get this together with right, the group. Right. and so it was definitely interesting to see that and even um what's her name Contessa what was her name that came in uh the irrelevant one yeah. that everybody don't like. Yeah, no, she yeah. gotta go. She, so she needs to be to she, she needs to be wrote out first episode, <laughs> season five, episode one. But yeah, it was interesting to see her come in and how she came in, and I think I think it just brought up good conversations each and every season. Post a different uh, topic 
whether it's platonic relationships, Mm -hmm. whether it's being in a serious relationship with someone and the Mm -hmm. potential we see having an XO fling come into the picture and start up friend dynamics, race, interracial relationships, Mm -hmm. um, jobs, being like it was just everything like yeah and i i applaud easily like that's someone that i truly truly look up to in the digital community like just from awkward black girl on youtube to now just huge congrats just signed an eight-figure deal like that's amazing so like that's for real for my president i know i like her (laughs) when she said i'm rooting for everybody black period said that's just that like it's just (laughs) is that so i'm so excited to see all her next projects i am definitely sad that insecure is ending yeah i I am definitely sad that it's ending too i so do you have like a favorite season i can't think of i think it might have been season three or season two i i agree that the season with dro was good i think that i have a toss-up between Mm -hmm this last season for various reasons not only with the friendship of Issa and molly but also how we dabbled more into molly's life mm-hmm. and seeing her relationship and mm-hmm. the compromise that she kept making in the relationship yeah. that was highlighted in a way that's not really bashing black women as mm-hmm. we see a lot mm-hmm. but in a way that's like dang girl like you kind of you really need some help sis yeah. yeah but i think the other one was with daniel love me some daniel daniel like danny she, <laughs> the cast was picked, picked, picked. <laughs> she was gonna have her a fine man oh in each anything. season, yes. Each season, yes. she yes. was going to have yes. a fine man. But I also like the one with the lights. I can't think of his name. He had those beautiful eyes and just the was one. Nathan? Nathan. Because yeah. Molly made me so mad when she, oh, when she sent Nathan back. Like, what Girl, are you doing What here? are you doing? Uh, okay. Didn't nobody ask you to do that. Didn't nobody ask you to do that. You're supposed to be in the car just sitting there waiting. Just, just watching. Just watching. Like... Tell me, okay, so that's a good question, though. So I want to know from y'all, like, Mm -hmm. in that moment, what would you do as your best friend, this guy who's been in and out of her life? It's her birthday. You know everything. You know all the history. You're the best friend. You see him coming down the street. What would you do? He has roses. He's trying to pop back up. It's her birthday. We're going to get lit. We're going to go to Miami or the Yams. We're gonna go to, you know, wherever we finna go. We finna go on a trip. Whatever we finna do. He coming down the street. What you gonna do? I feel like I would not get out the car. I -hmm. like to see what's going on. And I like to have the whole picture. So that that way we can put two and two together when Mm -hmm. we talk about it later. Mm -hmm. Or what I would do is if you really was not expecting that person... I would let you know, hey, you got a guest coming so that you can be all that you can be when you open up that door. Period. Like, I think that's how you do it. Um, but at the end of the day, that's the other person's relationship. Don't don't step too much in the way of that. Mm-hmm. Like, let them handle it how they're going to handle mm-hmm. it. And you just be there for support mm-hmm. when needed. But, um, but yeah. Yeah, because I'm looking from Molly's point of view, it kind of comes 
from like a protective mode. That's true. You know, like that. I don't need you ruining my best friend's birthday. That's you need to get up out of here. I know she's been crying about this. She's been texting your ass. Yeah. You ain't been here. Like she miss you. You yeah. not gonna ruin it. Like I know how she feel about you. So I can see that from a, pr- a protective view. Yeah. But hey, Nicole, oh, I'm sitting back. Like, oh, because oh. <laughs> I just want to sit here and watch. Like, yeah. I can't believe he's here. Like, what? Like, girl, let me know if I need to come back. Let's <laughs> let me know if we need to square up like what are we doing Woo. so i definitely would not have got out the car um i probably would have sent that text real quick like hey um you know is your hand wrapped up you got your right. down just how you looking right, right. now just how you... facetime me real quick, right. real quick, real quick. okay okay, okay. you good you good you good period so i'm definitely gonna miss it though because yeah. i think from that we can kind of segue into just the new these co- a couple new films and shows that are coming out black about black people mm-hmm. i feel like when insecure came out it was just a show about black people being black people like yeah. white people why my not even just white people but our counterparts mm-hmm. they get to have shows and movies just about white people white people and yeah. they get all of the romantic comedies they yeah. get all of the shows that 70s show which who knows what what that is even about right they get friends <laughs> girl they get sex in the city yeah they get you know all these shows about white people white people and with no issues no problems sex in the city okay we're all girlfriends. We're in a city of love, mm-hmm. looking for love. We're dating. We have money. We mm-hmm. got this. It was mm-hmm. no underlying issues, no underlining race issues, no underlining yes. uh, family issues at home. No, none of that. Like yeah. it was just these white women in New York City living a best life made you want to go and live your best life. Now, I personally only watched like maybe like 10 shows of the entire discography but i did watch sex in the city movies and it was mm-hmm. the same thing these mm-hmm. women they are on these luxurious trips they're at fashion shows they're white people white people and yeah i've seen friends i couldn't really get into that but we're looking at friends shows like the office mm-hmm. shows like this where white people are constantly just being white people and i feel like black people we don't get that same opportunity to yeah. just see a show about black people yeah like insecure like the show atlanta yeah. it don't gotta be about nothing it just can be about just us it's living and I got, like yeah like how we talked about mariana was just we was just out of we was just out of town and we kind of we had it on bet in the hotel suite mm-hmm. and so we kind of went ahead and was like, okay, just, you know, background music or background shows while you're getting ready. Right. And it just happened to be BT. Well, on BT is trauma back to back. Back to back. George Floyd re- video replaying back to back. Like, how much can we take of trauma? And why are we as Black people keep pouring it into each other? Right. Like, we don't know what we done been through. Right. It, that doesn't that doesn't help build us. Um, it it doesn't do anything for us. We know what we've been through. Give me something different. Give me like you said, black people just being black people. I I think and honestly, those shows are more relatable and they get more views. Mm-hmm. It's secure got more views. Hella views. Hella so, views. 
Like, just yeah. give me that. Like, we get, and I'm not even knocking the shows because I do like reality TV just to take right. you away from your current reality, just to do self care and see somebody else's drama. But black women and black men don't always have to be seen in love and hip hop or, yes. you know, yeah. Real Housewives of Atlanta. Shout out to my girl, Portia. That's my girl. But <laughs> even in this sense, like, those are the shows that we get, you know, and it's fine. Yeah. Like, I see them living their luxury, but it's reality, you know, it's a, that it's not like a show show like how friends was on for years about just a group of friends who ended up dating and going through little dilemmas in life laughing Mm -hmm. about it and going on about their business you know um it's been so much talk on twitter about this new amazon prime show called them and so it Mm -hmm. looks like a complete remake of the the movie the jordan peele movie us you know we had went mm-hmm. to the movies and saw that and <laughs> eyes closed <laughs> the whole time <laughs> not a big scary movie people but um it's been so much talk on twitter about that and it was like why do we keep centering our, our shows black shows around the 50s the 60s yeah. jim crow era yeah witchy type thing like yeah let's see black vampires witches whatever but why does it have to be centered around white people and the jim crow era and yeah. hanging black people yeah. and wanting to run them out like we've seen that i love lovecraft count country yeah love love it love that but um so my thing is we already got that you know what i'm saying we've been had you didn't have to go back with the show them and and do it again you know and people were dragging the uh creators of the show lena waith and i'm kind of with them like Mm -hmm. we are so tired of reliving and rehashing these things out and i don't know if y'all want to like make it to where the white people feel comfortable like okay these black people are gonna beat our ass and <laughs> this, is, this will make us feel you know more in tune with y'all i just and it's like it's like our counterparts are trying to understand our lifestyle through these tv shows so we keep pushing this everybody's from the hood everybody got a struggle story everybody don't got a dad in their life or family on drugs like we keep pushing that whole scenario and and we wonder why they think this way of us yeah the ain't you know the baby daddy here right right you know the football star is so repetitive like you you can almost guess what's gonna happen in these shows you can well i say like we don't have those shows i look back from my early teenage years i used to watch 90210 Mm -hmm. they might have one or two black characters Mm -hmm. and they somehow was adopted and related to the white family yeah shows like melrose place vampire diaries yeah we don't have any representation in these shows right ours always has to come from now not gonna lie that's so raven proud family you know that but at the at the same time that that doesn't even compare to the amount of white people show. Like, this isn't even supposed to be a rant. But it's like, when thinking about this shit, it's like, dang. And, it, like, and it's like, and then they try to put in the little the little shows about Black History Month in there. Mm-hmm. The little, and it's just like, no, no. no it's no. a gimmick at this point. Yeah. It's a gimmick. And 
we're not we can't do it anymore no and even the tyler perry shows like i ain't knocking tyler perry studios but come on y'all like i'm so sick of the cheating narrative yeah. the, the sleeping around with such and such and the married yeah. president and the scandals and the this like why we just can't have a show about black people black people yeah. and, you know what i'm saying like yeah. that would be so refreshing if y'all looking for actresses hey hey <laughs> right here like we ready need a concept we're ready <laughs> <An> extra <laughs> oh hey one two line producer hey. <laughs> But yeah, we want to see that. We want to see that. And I wish it can be produced more. And so that, you know, in the future, people coming after us and younger generations can experience just Black people, Black people. You know, college shows, I'm like, y'all do know, like, the age group, high school, that exists, yes. But also your 20s exist, which is why I really like the show Insecure. Because it was for, it's literally for, when I tell you every show, I'm like, Issa, now come on now. Yep. Are you literally yep. in my phone? Yep. Are you literally, in my literally, phone? literally <laughs> couldn't believe it because we're like, are you taking this stuff from us? <laughs> like, what's going on what here? What's going on? Because at this point, we need to get paid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we do. We do. But to kind of act with that though, I did recently see on Twitter this whole thing. I, I believe it's an app being started about the whole um saying about going back to africa have you seen that on twitter yet? i think i've seen something like that yeah so they're trying to reconstruct the narrative of what we hear from other counterparts of ours uh saying to us go back to africa in a negative way and they are trying to show the beauty of africa and they went even beyond to say well we noticed that you know they have all these pictures of tourists in africa but they don't really look like black people so what we did was we configured the algorithm so that we can get everybody that's posted in africa all the black people posting in africa we can get them more on the front end of it so that when our black people are looking at it they're seeing us and i just think that that is so beautiful Mm -hmm. and i'm so happy that that we have people out there that are doing that um that is the type of stuff that we look for that's the type of stuff that we need um change the narrative Mm -hmm. um and we are the generation to do so so I'm excited to see where that will go. Um, I actually do want to go to Africa one day. Um, And I think that that's going to be so life-changing in so many ways. Just to have my feet on the soil that my ancestors were born out of. Mm -hmm. Like, that's just going to be amazing. But I have to let y'all know about that when that happens. (laughs) Um, But yeah. So segueing into our next topic, we got to talk about our sis, Chloe Bailey. Period. Sis has been doing it from singing to the photo shoot to the the banging body like she has really been doing it and i noticed that so many people have it's just been contradicting comments about her and how she presents herself on social media that i don't understand nor do i like and it goes to this whole idea of how men how society, to be honest, really sexualizes women 
and our bodies and we can't really enjoy ourselves in the fullness of what God created us to be because we're always self-conscious about you know how we look or how we portray ourselves we don't want to look too much like a hoe or you -hmm. know and it's just like no like Chloe is banging like and she young and she's coming into herself and first of all if I'm banging my body banging I got money I know Beyonce who not about to stunt period who not about to stunt like yeah it's just that was just crazy to me how there was all these comments about what she was doing and I think it I think it it definitely came from a place of her being young in the beginning of her career Mm -hmm. to now and we don't understand or we don't really grasp the fact of people growing up Mm -hmm. and coming into themselves and you know discovering things about themselves like we don't grasp that as human beings so yeah yeah definitely um agree with that about you know people sexualizing you know everything but i feel like society as a whole is just going into a more <laughs> sexualized just yeah place. definitely um i definitely you know but i mean hey i ain't mad at it I'm do not, do do you but i definitely feel like people are sexualizing chloe i feel like from when she posted her dance routine yeah you know in her bedroom that people were sexualizing her and everything like that but like you said it comes from a place of people where they saw you as one thing and yeah. now it's like people don't I people really don't take well to change like they don't. baby this has been me like I'm just letting <laughs> you see it she probably got a good little fence with just right. stuff just in the arsenal <laughs> but um yeah I, I thought, thought it was definitely interesting and creepy how like a lot of older men celebrities were yeah. sexualizing her I'm like sis been like this like yeah she's been doing this been doing this so now it's that I'm you know showing it off a little more and now people are coming out the woodworks with just outrageous comments about my good sis like yeah. just enjoy the content and move and on move on. and it's the double standard for me because if if that was so-and-so's daughter doing this it would be a whole nother story it'd be a whole nother situation mm-hmm. but it's just yeah you you're doing it for giggles you're doing it for mm-hmm. likes and it's just like you're not funny right. so and i yeah. definitely think you know it should be a certain for some reason society has wanted to comment on everything everything yeah. doesn't need a comment or rebuttal or or some everybody yeah. wants their voice or their opinion to be heard and wants to be agreed upon. Like, mm-hmm. the, Chloe ain't asked you for no type of approval, no type of nothing. You're not paying her bills. She don't need it. She don't need it. So, why do y'all feel like you telling her to go back and do go go back to being what you were doing? Baby, this has Girl. been me. Like, And I think, like you said, we talked a little bit earlier. I think it's about just coming into yourself. Yeah. Coming into who you are and yeah. not being afraid to show it. Like, like, mm-hmm. this is me, take it or leave it. Like, that's where I am mm-hmm. in my life. This is me, take it or leave it. I've accepted my flaws. I've accepted everything about myself. Mm-hmm. Take it or leave it. And I think when you get to that point and then where people try to come and tear you down or have negative comments or say you're trying to do this for attention or yeah. whatever, that does take a toll on your mental health. Like, what you mean? Like, yeah. this, this is just me. Yeah, I agree. I So, you guys, I recently turned 25. Ooh, ooh, quarter period. century. But with that, like, I just, I, 
I knew 25 was going to be everything. I knew the birthday was going to be everything. But I had no expectations to really, like, quote, unquote, pop off. But as it was coming and, like, the things that led up to it, I'm like, I got to, I got to flaunt just a little bit because I'd be too humble. And this is not even being cocky, but it's just, like, I'd be too humble. And so when I was taking my pictures and when I was posting my pictures and just not even really about pictures, just my whole attitude and how I just told myself I'm not about to accept nothing less because it's so funny how God has put both of us in places, put both of us in atmospheres where we have experienced what our future is going to be. And for me to go back to my regular life and still put up with the same things, I cannot do it. At that point, I I told myself, like, I can't, I got to stop living for other people, to Mm. be honest. Mm. I have to live for myself. What does AP want to do? Very much so. Very much so true. Yeah. And I think even as for millennial Black women, that that does come apart, um, somewhere in you it's just you know uh, like you said 25 here for you Mm -hmm. it comes at a certain age for everyone um especially black women i can't speak on black millennial men but it does come a certain age where you're like i don't really care what anybody else has to say about me um yeah 25 has been interesting like 25 has been very 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 interesting and it's such a it's an interesting ride that is like, just don't even try to control nothing. It's going to be so much that goes on in the 25. That's going to yeah. be so interesting, but so just life changing. Um, So that's going to be interesting. But like you said, it's been here, baby. Like there's not anything that hasn't been here. I just chose to now show y'all. Yeah. Which is, I think when people start to, you know, say, oh, you, you showing out. Like, no, this, this has been me. Like if you hang around me long enough, then you will see like, this is, this is just, this is just who I am, baby. Like this is it. So I feel like, but like you say, everybody comes into that time, into that moment where they just choose to live for themselves. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not fin to water myself down just so you can feel comfortable. Not I'm not doing that. Like, what am I doing that for? Yeah. Like, you live your life. Let me go live mine. You know. And I don't want no regrets type of thing. And if I feel like, what am I holding back for? This is me taking a leave it. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah. That's how I feel. So, um, with that said, I will be outside. (laughs) <laughs> will be in whatever I choose to put on. Including if it's nothing. And, and hey, and you're going to like it. Period. Okay? But no, for real. I'm outside. I seen somebody post something um, about uh, them getting a text from their boo or something saying, you know, when you coming home. Okay. Tell them don't do not to start. Okay? <laughs> hey, I don't know you. Hey, 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 don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. But no, for real. I seen, I see. But ladies, you know, fellas, y'all, I don't know. Ladies, we outside. You we know? outside. Please, please, ladies, be smart. Don't, Ooh. don't be, don't be booed up too hard with the men that you end up on a nine month on a nine month leave okay <laughs> let's not do that because this summer it may be like summer 16 but i'm not and gonna whew. lie 
it's a different part. It's a different vibe when you have black professionals. I, I will say that. Girl. Maybe we can talk about that in a different we episode. We have to. We partying, have to. Partying, dif- partying is different. It's undergrad, recent grad, and then when you're in your profession. Yeah. And uh, and everybody around you is in their profession or yeah. going into it or something like that or grad school or whatever. So maybe we can talk about that a little bit, a little bit. Cause, um, yeah, we got to. That's interesting. Got to. But yeah, but in being outside, of course, COVID is still here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely think vaccinations has been a topic of discussion on the timeline in our culture and for, yeah. and for Black millennials just in general. Yeah, I have definitely been in a lot of conversations about the vaccine um, from a stance of my job, from a stance of it being my family and, you know, wanting to travel to considering that for myself, like, I think it's hard. It's hard now for where I am because this is something that's very serious. And to be completely honest, you know, something like this, especially when it comes to vaccines and stuff, that's something you usually take care of when you're younger. Your parents mm-hmm. usually make that decision for mm-hmm. you. This is like one big decision as far as like vaccines that I have to make for myself. And so I have really just been doing my research and I encourage everybody to do their research first and foremost um, before taking anybody's word. Um, but also do just what is what you feel right to do at the time. Um, yeah, there is still a lot of uncertainty around it that I am hearing about. Um, so that's, that's leaving me a little iffy about it, but I do want to be protected at the end of the day. Um, and I want to make sure that, you know, everybody else is protected. Everybody else I care about is protected. So we're in a very tough spot right now as millennials, because we're, we got to make some tough decisions that will determine the rest of our lives, to be honest. And that's kind of hard. Yeah. I just kind of want to piggyback off a point where, how you said, um, Usually vaccines and stuff are taken care of when we were younger. You know, we're just mm-hmm. born because, oh, my God, I still remember going to the the clinics and getting shots yeah. when I was younger. Like I, I used ha- to run out. No, I hated yeah. it. I hated it. I literally remember that. Like, yeah. I don't remember nothing else, but I definitely remember <laughs> going trauma. to get them. It's traumatizing. <laughs> like, uh, but I thought it's very interesting. Like you say, even as millennials, but as black people as a whole, mm-hmm. I'm looking at how we're all in the information age. So versus like when we were younger, our parents had already done this research and like, you yeah. know, grandparents before yet, yeah, I need to get the chicken pox, I need to get the measles or whatever. Yeah. So they already get know. So it's very interesting to see our parents learning about this and us learning about this at the same, at time. The same time. Because yeah. if you got old school parents, it's don't get the vaccine. Mm-hmm. But now as a black millennial, coming into yourself you're of age where you can make decisions yourself so now it's like well my parents saying one thing but i might get the vaccine mm-hmm. but if you got old school hood parents or whatever the mm-hmm. case may be they probably said no nah, i don't get that white man shot because we don't got enough research on it but you've right. been doing it so right. i definitely think it's interesting and then i was at the 
nail shop today and I overheard a conversation that I hadn't thought of, but a woman, a white woman, she was just like, yeah, I got my vaccine shot today. My husband went and got his shot today, but we really don't know. She was like, it's still just so much uncertainty around it. Like you were saying, and she mm -hmm. was like, we don't know if it's going to be like the flu shot. Do we right. have to get this every year? So it's just a once in a lifetime thing that we have to get this. So with this still being so many questions in the air of what's going on, yeah. um, like you said, doing your research, but even as black millennials, just, I think a research is the most important but honestly, I'm gonna wait a little minute. I just want to see. I just um, want to see how everybody doing. <laughs> yeah, I just want to see how everybody doing. But I've been seeing some of my counterparts get the vaccine, and mm -hmm. I'm not gonna lie, it's kind of made me want to get it. Yeah. Um, just to you know, be on the safe side, be protected. Of course, some of my coworkers who are white, they they did get their vaccine mm -hmm. shot, so I thought, of course, well, they're gonna do it. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I, um, <laughs> of course, but, um. But what? I, 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 cause my mom got the vaccine and I believe my dad may have got it too. And, um, I, one thing about me though, I don't like shots. Mm -hmm. So that's another thing that goes along with this. I don't like one type of shots. I'm like, you know, the ones that burn, I'm not here for it. Um, so, but on the other side of that, it's like in the beginning of all this, I was, it was really some overhearing conversations about how the vaccine takes differently to white people versus black people. Mm -hmm. And I think that that just, just add, we, we just as black people, it just adds another, it just adds something else onto what we already got to deal with. So like you said, like we both said, do your research. Um, and do whatever feels best for you. Um, if you know people who have who have had the shot, definitely ask their experience um, with it. And yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree because like these articles, they come out and they're like, "Oh, three people got the vaccine and they caught COVID again." I'm like, "Well, y'all yeah. can stop." Like it's like a propaganda and scare tactics. Like, okay, so I yeah. know those. How many ever? amount of people that has actually gotten the vaccine versus these three people you only right. focus on the three except x amount of people who's actually got vaccinated and, and right. hasn't caught COVID anymore um i want to speak more about this too even the vaccine in an upcoming episode where kind of deals with corporate america going back mm -hmm. into the office and getting the vaccine Woo. like we got information hey we can start meeting with masks off as long as you got vaccinated baby what wait a minute because i'm never i'm never taking a mask off ever yep. again yep yeah, like the mask is a lifestyle at this point. It is. It comes with the outfit. Period. So that's crazy. That's yeah. crazy. It's it's that's been interesting to just see how these people are just. I don't know. We still in a pandemic in my eyes. Very much so. But wow. Okay. But uh -huh. yes, y'all. So what's your play by play? Um, so my play-by-play -play is first, what drink we sipping all this summer? That's, <laughs> that's number one. Because on my birthday, I had a couple of them. It felt cross-eyed. <laughs> Do you hear me? <laughs> so I want to know what drink we sipping on this summer. What is the drink of choice this summer? Um, Put us on. Damn yeah. it. Damn it. Yeah, damn it. Um, next play-by-play, -play, though, is 
I would say more so around just going into coming into yourself because it was important to me. Um, this year, I don't know. I, 2021 just feel like a second chance at a lot of things. Yeah. So for me, I took it as such. And I'm doing what I want. Do you hear me? Come into yourself as much as you can this year. Um, whether it be, you know, your mental health, physical well-being, whatever the case may be, your job, whatever, just just do more of what you want to do because I do, I, I totally feel like this is a second chance year and it's a second time to, to kind of get things right, get things back going the way that you would like them to go. So yeah, that would be my play-by-play. Okay, okay. Um, my play-by-play would definitely agree. Um, this summer, summer 2021, do you, ladies, black millennial women, we outside, we are safely outside. Safely, with a um, mask. With my mask on. I don't care if everybody in the club got the vaccine. <laughs> I got my mask on. It's going to be a cute one. It's going to be cute. It's going to be real cute. But um, continue to just, like I said, continue to follow the culture. Continue to push the culture forward. Yeah. Continue to push these conversations forward. I hope y'all are enjoying the culture conversation yeah. and cocktails episode. But continue, my play play is to continue push the culture forward in whatever it is that you do, whether that's yeah. in the art world, in the education field, in whatever it is, push your people forward. Keep on going. Keep um, on changing the narrative. Mm-hmm. Keep on doing that. But like I said, I'm outside. Um, catch me if you can. <laughs> <laughs> Might be too quick, but <laughs> I'm just talking. I'm just talking. No, not really. <laughs> All right, y'all. Bye. See you in the game. Next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for kicking in with us today. Make sure you like, comment, and share the Playbook Podcast. Say it about five times. Five times. <laughs> Tongue twister. With your friends, your family, and even your boo. Your next door neighbor, your roommate. And your cousin, too. Hey. <laughs> also, stay connected with us on our Instagram and Facebook accounts at the Playbook PDCST and on our Twitter at Podcast Playbook. And you can follow me on my Instagram at a.p.4 underscores. And you can follow me at a Nicole on Instagram to join the discussion. See, See you in the, the game, game next week. week.